Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros. And welcome back to Calling All Sports. I'm your host, Mark Ovenden. Curtis Riggs is with me as he is Thursdays throughout football season. I'm, I'm sure glad this has worked out for you to do this. And our guest this week, our second guest today, is Brady Muth of the Yankton Bucks. And, uh, uh, it, it warms my heart to see you guys playing well. I, I, I've been a, reminiscing about a lot of stuff in recent weeks here. And, uh, and I, I just smile every time I think of the old O'Gorman Yankton games down at Crane Youngworth Field and sitting up in that rickety press box and, uh, and watching Bob Burns and Max Hawk go at it. Now, now granted, I'm going back a little further than you probably remember, Brady, but I'm just saying uh, lots of great memories of football games there. And you think of teams in the biggest class, which it isn't anymore, because now we've got so many classes I can't keep track of them. But Yankton football, when I moved here in 1978, Yankton football was absolutely at the top. And I, I felt like everybody, if, if they beat you guys, they, they felt like they'd, you know, beat the king of the world. So it's fun to see you guys playing really well again. Well, we're having fun, that's for sure. What's been the key? You know, I just think we had a group of guys that graduated last year that had played a lot for us. You know, they they came into a spot where the program was just where we were at depth-wise as sophomores. They were playing a lot. That's changed a bit as we've progressed here in the last five years. And, and um, people are having to wait their turn a little bit longer. It reminds me of much more of the way it was when I was here. We've got good numbers and everything's good there, but we just got a, a group of guys that are really, really hungry. They've, they've been waiting for this opportunity and, and, um, you know, that they definitely understand the value of, of what they've got in their hands right now, and um, they're just excited to, to have the opportunity to make their mark on our program. Coach, uh, you, you have one of the rare opportunities to coach for a school that you played for, too, and you're part of such a, a strong tradition, and you come in, you take over. Was it hard to implement new philosophies, new schemes? new? I, I mean, everyone was so traditional about how you guys used to win, and you tweak some things. How was that received, and how does it continue to be received? You know, I think um, to the to the average fan sitting in the stand, it probably does look a lot different. Um, but I think one of the things that made the transition so smooth is is you know I I played here for Coach Hawk my junior year and Coach Minor my senior year, and Coach Lickness was on staff at that time, so. I've been around, you know, the last three guys that had coached here, I had played for them in some way, shape, or form, and then ended up coaching with Coach Lickness. And so most of what makes our program special, I, I had a pretty good understanding of it coming into it. And I know it looks, you know, we're in the shotgun all the time, and, and um, it looks like we're doing a lot of different things. Um, but to be totally honest with you, I mean, we still use the same language um, that's been used all, I mean, going back over 25 years, I think that's how I've been out of school for a long time, but it's still the same language, you know, in, in our, in our 20 series or 200 series, you know, guards are still pulling and kicking out and in our 400 series tackles are still pulling and kicking out. So everything is still the same. It's just presented a little bit differently. We still run the buck sweep. Um, we still have the reverse end for our kick return, you know, I mean, so there's still a lot of things that are still there. It just looks a little bit different. And so with that, all of that 
I think the important part about football isn't so much the, the scheme you're running offensively or defensively, but it's how you're doing it. And, um, and you know, if you want to know what our kids, you know, what makes this group maybe a little bit special is that they, they really understand um, what book, buck football is all about. And, and they understand that the gravity of the situation and, and the responsibility that comes with playing football here. Well, to be honest, uh, my observation is that Arlen Lickness is the one who came along and and brought a completely different attitude toward your offense because uh, Max was just pretty much ram it down their throat. I mean, you guys had phenomenal linemen. Uh, you had great backs. You really didn't need to throw it a whole lot, uh, whereas no. Arlen's one of those guys. He's like Felix the Cat with his bag of tricks. You know, you just never know what he's going to do, and I know that personally because they ran a couple of trick plays against Roosevelt in my oldest son Ryan's final game ever, a game that I still am not over. Uh, and, and and he's always done that. And I always felt like the key to that here, as we talked to Brady Muth, is if you've got interesting kind of plays like that, if your players know that you believe they're going to execute it, chances are they're going to. Well, I think you hit on the, the nail on the head there, Mark, because that's one thing Coach Lickness and I have talked about a lot about because when it comes to trick plays, you know, when you watch us play, we don't we don't have as many of those. Last last year in the um, semifinal game against Beer, we ran the old Buck spread that we had we had run in years past. Um, but the one thing he he told me about you know running trick plays or things like that is you have to believe. That was exactly what he said to me. He goes, "None of this works if you don't believe it and if your kids don't believe it." And and right now we've got a group that really believe in themselves. How important was that peer game to you, even though you lost? You gave yeah. them a heck of a game. You could have won the game. Uh, it was one of those games. I think it was, what, 27 to 14? Was that the final score? Yeah. Off yeah. the top of my head. But, I mean, it was close throughout. And 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 this peer team looks every bit as good as they have been the last few years as they go for their seventh straight state title. And, and you had them on the rope. So even though you didn't win, that's got to help in that we believe that we're a good football team thing, doesn't it? It, it? it certainly does. You know, and on the other side of that, you know, we're not in it just to get close enough. You know, we want to get over the top and through the finish line. And so as far as, you know, maybe helping our kids understand that we do our, we are doing some of the right things, you know, it validates some of the things we do, you know, during, during the week of work that we have. Um, but the other thing it, it did, and this is what most people, when they play peer, you have to be, at the top of your game when you play those guys, their scheme and their physicality is really tough to match. Our guys push the limit to get them to that point. Um, not enough to get us over the, over the finish line, but they, they got a taste of it. And, um, that really propelled us into, into the T week, uh, the week after, you know, it was maybe a little bit more of a reassurance that we can play this style of football and we can be a physical football team. And if we do things right, we have a chance to win. We just didn't do enough things right that game. Um, definitely a great learning experience for us, and, and we would be honored and excited to have another another opportunity at them. Well, I, I think, Coach, um, that win against T was huge because it was coming off of the loss to Peter, and then you play a, another state contending team, and you get up big. You're able to hold on and, and win and, and show the kids that, but you're probably going to play them again most likely. It's got to be in the back of the mind. I mean, you got to get through the season still, but, I mean, Talk a little bit about the importance of, of how you jumped out on T and then how that game played out. Well, you know, with T, the, the one thing we pe- preach with T is 
we've got to be physical and we've got to have the guts to take some shots here offensively because they do they're right up in your face defensively and and you know in the first half we did a little bit better job of picking up their blitz and, and we kept them backed off enough in the second half things changed a little bit we had two starting linemen go out um, they had changed their game plan a little bit more and got much more aggressive their their blitz the percentage of blitzes they sent in the second half um, they they got real aggressive in the second half to try to put the brakes on us and credit to them they made adjustments and it worked we did enough to hang on, and I hate saying this, but we did enough to survive that game. Um, you know, the thing that we took away from that is, and, it, and it's very similar to a lot of the games we played, is we got to put together four full, full quarters. You know, we can't have, you know, one or two quarters here or there. We've got to win every single quarter, more importantly, every single down, if we want to be to where we expect to be at the end of the season. So while, you know, we got away with the win, it was really a great, you know, great game for us from the coach's point of view because we got the win and we were safe there, but there's a lot to learn from there. Um, just as far as just making mistakes and allowing people to get back in a game, not being, you know, safe enough on the back end of our defense and, and allowing big plays. We've got to be better at that, but really proud of our guys, just the way that they rebounded from Pierre. Um, I think it tells us a lot about what this team is and just what their mental makeup is. I was just getting to where I was going to maybe turn my brother's mic back on and his phone started to ring and he doesn't have it on silent and we're in a radio studio curtis what am i gonna do yeah uh, now i know why he's working with that publisher <laughs> <laughs> uh brady muth is our guest brady i go back to the watertown game uh first of all they got one of the most exciting players in the state uh and they jumped on top of you guys right away and to me uh a I thought the pier game was really important for you guys, but the way you came back after being down 14 to nothing at Watertown, I thought was equally impressive because they've got a good football team this year. They really do, and they're very physical. It reminds me a lot of the old Watertown teams that have been around in the ESD and, and um, you know, strong running game that can, you know, you can pop one whenever. And, uh, so that big play aspect is in there. That game, you know, the thing we took away from that game is we've got a team there. If we don't panic, if we just do our job and just settle in, just do the thing you need to do and the thing that got you there, we're going to be okay. We just kept swinging in that game, and, and our guys our guys have really bought into being a little bit tough-minded about things and not letting the situations get them down, just keeping their eye on the finish line and, and keep pushing towards it. Football is, a, is an interesting game, and it, it goes through four quarters, and there's a lot of ebbs and flows in those four quarters. We just had to make sure that we were consistent enough to have a shot to win at the end of the game. Our guys, you know, right before half, um, I thought we managed the clock really good before half and got a score and stole a, stole a possession there, and, and um, it propelled us through the second half. Again, we need to finish better, but um, just, you know, like I said, these guys are pretty tough-minded. That does speak to the maturity of your team, though, because down two touchdowns right away, it's it's easy to panic, and, and they didn't panic. They... They did exactly what you just said, and to me, that's a sign of a, a not just a good football team, but a mature football team, because there are going to be situations, especially when you got quality teams in your division, like Watertown, T and T area, and and Pier. There are going to be situations where you, things aren't always going the way you want, and it's how you react to that, as it is in life. Yeah, and and the guy that. The guy that I think of that keeps everybody calm and cool is Lucas Camshoff. Our, our quarterback is a is a great kid. Um, you know, has has played different positions, but quarterback is his natural position. And 
he's got a chance now to, to take the reins. And that entire game, you know, you, you constantly are looking in players' eyes just to see where they're at mentally. You know, Lucas never flinches, and, and it's always on to the next play. Just give me my assignment, and I'll make sure we get in the right spot. And, and um, I, after that game, you know, Lucas and I had a little talk, and I said, you know, Lucas, if, if this is what we're going to have and, and this is the way you're going to leave, lead, we're going to be okay. You keep pushing guys and keep leading in that calm way that you do. Just keep everybody under control. Get the ball to the right spot. We're going to be okay. And and that Watertown game, he really took another another step, you know, as far as a progression of a quarterback, which is crazy for me to say because he's a really talented kid. Curtis is a former quarterback. you got to love that. Well, that's the guy you can you know you can rely on. And I think it's a great point Coach made, and, and you can elaborate a little more on it, getting the guys to understand that a, a football season is a marathon. It's not a sprint. I mean, it, the the kids take every game like it's their last game. But really, when you look at the big picture, it's about getting them ready for the playoffs and knowing what kind of team you're going to continue to have. So having leadership like that as you continue to go through the season uh, really helps you as a coach. Absolutely. And, and and we've got, you know, the seniors that we have, as you, you know, you speak about maturity, uh, you know, they all, they all have really grasped what butt tradition is all about. Um, I think they understand, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like you said, it is game by game, but they understand when you're playing in a program like Yankton, there's high expectations and you've got to be mentally tough enough to get through a season and with all the ups and downs of it. And we've had our fair share of adversity just like everybody else, but these guys don't flinch. Um, they're prize fighters. They're ready for a 12-round championship fight. We've just got to make sure that we do the things we need to to give us an opportunity to play for it. Having grown up there and having grown up with Yankton College football when you were little, I'm guessing, right? Is that fair? Was it? They, just for a very little bit. I'm not quite that old, but my but my dad played at Southern, and so – you know, we've talked an awful lot about Yankton College history because he lost enough football games on Crane Youngworth while he was in college. <laughs> um, well, they were still there when I first got here. Daryl James was the running back, Jerry James's brother. Um, uh, how cool is it for you to see Mount Marty have football and to see some of your former players go on to make a difference in that program? Because uh, the hardest thing, really, to me, uh, is being a college football coach and starting a program from scratch and getting guys to come there when you've got nothing to justify why they should come there. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I have wanted college football in Yankton my entire life. We actually live right right next door to Crane. So, you know, a college football Saturday, I, I've asked people questions about that, just being a Yankton football guy and just curious about history in general. But what this neighborhood was like when there was a football game going on on a Saturday, and it is – this town is crazy about football. Really, Yankton does a great job supporting all of their, you know, every all their activities and, and those types of things. But football is a little bit different. And um, the first game that we got on the field after um, after a game this fall, and we have a handful of Yankton guys that are making an impact up at the Mount. To take a picture with those guys in a college uniform on Crane Youngworth Field was a dream come true for me. It's a it was a moment I never thought. Whatever happened, you know, whenever you have guys going to play college football, it's, it's, it's exciting and it's special. Um, but to have them commit to staying in town and, and decide this is where they're going to make their impact and then to see them excel and, and, and do great things for Mount Marty and, and still be around the community. It's, I can't put that into words, what that's like watching a, a Rex Riken out on the field or a rugby Riken or a Gavin Swanson or a, 
Trevor Fitzgerald, those guys have made huge impacts up there just in a real short amount of time, and we're extremely proud of all our guys that go on to play college, but it's just fun to have them right here where we can see them every week. I'm glad I asked you that. I've got kind of goosebumps listening to you talk about it. I, I, I've thought it's been cool from afar. I can't imagine what it's like for you because you coach those kids and you saw them grow up, and now there's that opportunity to play right on the same field, which I think is probably the coolest field in South Dakota, to, to play right there on their home field uh, in front of their friends and family wearing a uniform for their hometown team. Yeah, and, and you know, Crane... Crane is one of those things that is is paramount to our to our football program. I mean, that's a key component to our identity. There's, I mean, there's been football played there for over 120 years, and so to have to have that as an asset in our program, and now for Mount Marty to have that same asset, um, just the feeling that the, the entire vibe. Just if you have not been here, I would strongly suggest getting down for a game. Um, just like I said, you feel like you're in Happy Valley. Out at Penn State, it has that kind of a feeling to it, and it, it's uh, that special in and of itself. But then to watch guys that you've had the opportunity and been blessed to, to work with through their high school years now, you know, becoming grown men and playing that game there. You know, uh, Cooper Grotenice is a great example. His his grandpa's Cookie Thompson. Cookie Thompson played at White, well, played for Yankton, played at YC, and now Cooper played at Yankton, and now is playing at Mount Marty. And they both wore number twenty-two. Wow. Things like that. Those kind of stories. Um, I think it it shows you the, the the power of athletics. You know, you know, you talk about getting goosebumps. Those those types of stories don't happen in other facets of our life, or they're they're few and far between. So to have those types of things and to have a kid live out his dream in a place that's really really important to him, special to him. I mean, it's it's you can't put a you can't put a value on it. Nope, I agree. This has been great. We're out of time. Appreciate your time. Happy homecoming. You get Brookings on Friday night and uh, continued good wishes for the rest of the season for the Bucks. Appreciate it, guys. Go Bucks. You bet. Brady Muth, our guest. We'll be right back. All three of us, maybe. We'll be right back. This guy had more issues with his eyes. The minute he first came out of surgery, he walked in with a huge grin on his face. And for the first time since he was a little kid, he could see perfect. Going to Vance Thompson Vision was an easy experience. If you're going to trust your eyes to anybody, trust them to a leader in that field. When it came time for me to make a decision about where we were going to go for my LASIK surgery, there was no question that it would be Vance Thompson Vision. Call 877-522-EYES to schedule a free consultation. It's time to fall in love with being home at Ashley. Find hosting essentials for the upcoming season, starting at just $10 a month. And add the finishing touch to every room with $300 worth of free accessories available on select purchases. Redefine your sleep this season. The queen mattress in a box starts at only $299 and is available to take home today. It's time to fall in love with being home only at Ashley. Financing is available with approved credit on qualifying purchases. Ask store for details. For those who don't like to be still. For those with things to do and the drive to get them done. For those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity. For banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank. Here for you. 
Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet, Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at SanfordHealth.org. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. You hear me talking about great life every day for a reason, and it's not just because my son Nick Ovenden is the president. Actually, Dad, I honestly don't know if there's anybody who gets more out of their membership than you, and that's just with the golf you play. You spent half that time at the uh, fitness centers. What are you implying? <laughs> That I'd love to have you work out with me every morning at 6 a.m. I don't think so. How about waiting until I'm awake? Well, good thing most of our facilities are open 24 hours a day, and we've got a friendly, knowledgeable staff that'll help you get started or even keep you on track if you need to be, Dad. Let's change the subject. When are you adding new golf courses? Well, we're always looking ahead for our members. So in addition to the courses that we have in the region, we also have great life courses in Kansas City, Topeka, and now Arizona. Now you're talking. Hey, hey, can you help me hit it further, too? Yep, any time of day. But as for straighter, I sure can't help with that. <laughs> I, I know that. <laughs> but our golf pro certainly Four. can. <laughs> Give us a call or stop by any of our locations to see what we're all about. Or go to joingreatlife.com. Live, play, better at Great Life. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, The Diamond Room, and Comfort King. And welcome back to our final segment. I think I'm going to turn my brother Jeff's mic back on because you said you had something to share with Curtis and I. you got to move up closer to the mic. It's not so much something to share. It's really a, a request uh, for your fans, your audience. Okay. Uh, as you know, I'm working on a book. Uh, I'm just about finished with it. <laughs> and uh, my publicist and I have been talking about what the title might be. Okay. There are a host of options that are out there, but I thought that uh, now that your audience has gotten to know me over the past few months... They might because you've been on several times. I have, and and they might have some suggestions that they would be willing to share with you that I could consider with my publicist. Right now, I'm thinking of uh, in the shadow of greatness. Dot dot dot. You're making fun of how I do voice text, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay, your mic's off again. (laughs) Curtis, I don't. Well said. Yeah. he got his point across and then sat back. Yeah. Oh. That's kind of what he always does. He's, 
He's a little. We are very different personality-wise. We're very different, as you can see. I I picked up on this. Yeah. Yes. He, he's more like Nate. Very yeah. subtle, yeah. dry sense of humor. Yeah. You're never but, quite sure if he's serious or not. But, you know, talking to Coach Muth, I could not help but just like you think back. I, I mean, I, I coached at Roosevelt, and I just remember when we had uh, um, Ryan and Sheldon Swan and Robbie Ovenden, or I mean Robbie Hutchinson, Hutchinson yep. and we had such a good team, and we went in there and played um, – Against a really good Yankton team, but they they found a way to beat us, and I just thought, well, we can't we win never with have, this team. We should never have gone for it yeah. on our own thirty nine yard yeah, line I with just... fourth and three with four minutes left. <laughs> just saying. Was it, oh, that was, but that brought the memories back of, yeah. of playing at that field. Do you remember when Ryan scored on that long touchdown run and he dove into the ring of fans at the back of the end zone? It was so unlike him. Yeah. It, he was you so know, happy to there, see his buddies. There in Watertown, the fans would be right in the end zone. Yeah. I mean, that's what made it so magical is you really got that environment of this is a town that loves the product. Oh, my gosh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of magical, Lewis Drug is magical. If there's anything you need, stop by. They've got it all. My brother heads back to Dayton, Ohio, where they don't have one, and he's going to be just lost because he, he goes into Lewis Drug with me all the time when he's here. Jeff, thanks for being here. Curtis, thanks for being here. Uh, everyone out there, thanks for listening. It's been a fun show. We're back again tomorrow on Calling All Sports. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, The Diamond Room, Furniture Mart USA, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, Houston Speedway, Comfort King, and Corey and the Fireflies. Every job is worth doing right. 